People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This podcast, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, is really all about this black cloud that has followed me my entire life. The issues that I always have and possibly those that you can relate to. Now, if it's something that you need serious professional help, I'm going to send you to my buddy, Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling. If you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, he's got three different locations, right? In East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, which is right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia. But he does the virtual sessions, so you can get a hold of Dr. David Markwell at any point in time. I don't care where you're at. Reach out to him at markwelltherapy.com. I've known David for a very long time. He's a great guy. He's not your stereotypical, you-know-what, shrink type of guy. This dude really cares, and he knows his stuff, and he can help you out. He can do wonders, right? So uh, there are 10 therapists who work at Ridgeline Counseling. They can assist with a wide variety of behavioral uh, health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, uh, trauma, substance abuse. Just you name it, you got an issue. You know, look, you got to talk to somebody, right? You can talk to me if you want, but why don't you go to a pro like Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling? You know, this day and age, it's not keeping it a secret anymore. You need to tell somebody so you can get the help that you need. Like I said, they offer personal and virtual sessions. Dr. David Markwell is here in Georgia, but he's got the virtual sessions, so he can help you out anywhere. MarkwellTherapy.com and Dr. David Markwell, we thank you for sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You want to keep those looky-loos out of your face when you're driving down the road or even in your house or just want to block the sun. If you're in the Atlanta area, Top Hat Window Tinting, uh, they're remarkable. I got to tell you, I not only used them for my daughter's new car, she turned 16, right, but also for my man room uh, because during football season, that uh, 4 o'clock game, man, that sun sets right in the perfect position to drive me absolutely nuts. So I needed a nice dark tint, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I mean, real pros, these guys, at Top Hat Window Tinting. So two front doors starting at 125 if you're doing it for your car. Full vehicle starting at 275 You're going to add style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Mobile services available. That's what they did. They just rolled right up to my house and did it. Residential and commercial uh, free in-home consultations. That's where it all started with Top Hat Window Tinting. Actually, I found them on the Instagram, right? Uh, again, if you're in the Atlanta area, tophattent.com, 678-761-2360. When you call them, you say that you heard it on Bailey's Black Cloud podcast and you want to get your stuff tinted, and they'll take good care of you. Again, tophattent.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. Got a feeling this one's going to be exciting. Got a feeling a lot of people are listening that don't normally listen. Welcome. Cheers, fuckers. I ripped off your line. That's fine. It's about Keep time going. I did it to somebody else, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, the only reason I said that is because uh, I don't know if you gave me this or not, but I'm having a... This is what happens when you're out of work. Uh, you, you get to drink. Whatever the fuck you want to. It's fantastic. Yeah, isn't it great? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been missing. Jesus. 
uh, a Firemaker Brewing Company, or Firemaker Brewing Company, Hazed and Blazed, Hazy India Pale Ale. Are you familiar with that, uh, Mexico Nate? I am. I know the brewery. I haven't had that one yet. I think it came out after I had left, but uh, yeah, they're a good place. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's very, very tasty. You know, I've been having nice. one beer a day since I no longer have been employed. One beer a day. Doctor away. Yeah, one beer a day keeps the doctor away. My name's Jason Bailey. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This is episode 38 from Mexico. That is uh, Nate right there at his new place. No tigers, no bears. Oh, my. No, uh, that was my old place. That was your old place. That's right. So, so the... Well, let me, I guess everybody wants to hear this part. So let me do this first. So, uh, yeah, no longer working at Rock 100.5. That's not a shock to anybody. Um, so th- there's a couple misconceptions that I'd like to clear up, uh, if you don't mind. And uh, and a couple things I'd like to get off my chest, if you don't mind. And this is the black cloud, obviously, going along with the theme, is that, you know, no longer got a job. It kind of sucks, kind of. Uh, so I was fired. I was not. I, I did not quit. That's a big misconception, and I think I think this is what happened. This is my fault. I made a post the day that I was fired, and it was uh, very generic. It was uh, you know I didn't say I get fired. I didn't say I get let go. I didn't say I quit. I just said you know maybe being a little too artsy. I actually forgot what I said. Something to the fact of I breathed my last breath of rock. <laughs> Something stupid like that. You know, so it was just kind of, you know, just a, just a goofy social media post. And, uh, I, I, I think a lot of people didn't realize, didn't know if I got fired or I quit. And I believe from the feedback I'm getting, they kind of are trying to tee it up as I quit, which takes blood off their hands. But that's not the case. And I don't know which one is better. Which one is better, Nate? Do you, would you rather go and, and scream from the mountaintops, I was fired, or I quit? I think it depends on what the reason is. But I don't know why anyone would think you would quit on a Monday and not, not say anything about it. Well, so dude, it was, if, if there's a time to quit, you quit on a Monday morning. I mean, that's yeah, that's that, the, that is. That's good the, point. That's the hips nips right there. That's the titties. <laughs> He's like, hey, fuck y'all. I'm out for the week. <laughs> I'll give you one day and that's it. Yeah. Well, it was weird. One day week. It was, yeah, it was one, it was weird to get fired on a Monday too. Uh, I'm, you know, and I knew that they had been planning this for, for a while. Uh, and I knew that, you know, there was a lot of, there was a few people that were in on it, even though they want to deny that they weren't, which is fine. I, that's, and that's something I'll get to here in a second. It's one of my problems with radio firings is, is why it has to be, <sighs> so outdated it's like so archaic you know but so um yeah i was fired uh it was fine it's cool it was refreshing the analogy i'm using with a lot of people that have called me or text me or or asked me about this stuff other is that they they gave me the bullet to the gun that was already up to my head Uh, i was miserable you know it's it's nobody's fault but my own you know um I, you can't blame somebody else on your firing, right? You know, it's, it's, it's always, I always like to ask myself, what did I do wrong? And, and I can tell you what I did wrong. It's nothing in particular I did wrong. It's just the direction they want to go in. I'm not the fit of the mold. I did not gel with the, 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 the motive, I guess, or the ideal or the, the, the progression or, I was just miserable and you could see it and you, you know, the audience, you guys could hear it. Um, and I was miserable, miserable because I wasn't surrounded with creative people and there was no, 
there, there was no oomph for the show, right? I mean, our job in the radio business as a radio personality is to represent the brand of the radio station as well as representing the brand of the show as well as representing your show. And it should go into that in that progression. It should go station, show, and then you. And, you know, even at the height of the show, uh, at its peak as far as ratings, and we had a really, really hot run, there was no incentive. You, there was no exploitation of the success of the show. It just was going nowhere, you know. And that bothered me. Like, I worked too fucking hard every day. You know, I mean, all the fucking bits, my ideas, all the fucking planning, my ideas, and this and that. And it, it was just worthless. It was pointless. It was all for nothing. You know, it wasn't appreciated. So I was miserable. How is it my fault is I could have played the game. I could have become complacent. If I would become complacent and I would be the yes guy and I would not challenge authority, then things would have been different. You know, I mean, that's how you keep a job. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not like that. So moving forward, you know, and then you're the, you know what, it, you know how it is, Nate, right? When you, you question authority or you don't go with the flow all the time or you suggest ideas, you become difficult to work with, right? Yeah, you're, yeah the, hard you're, to work with. Yeah, you're hard to work with. And, and I can totally see that. I can understand it. You know, these people like in management have 10 million jobs and the last thing they want to do is they want to hear from you. Unfortunately, you know, it used to not be like that. Um, but that's at least just the way that it, that it was here. So anyway, it's it's no harm, no foul. I'm not mad at anybody. Uh, I hope they're not mad at me. You know, uh, the, the people that suffer the most of the audience is the audience. You know, you can see that on social media. And that sucks. You know, if there's ever an apology I need to give, it's to you guys. You know, I did everything I can. I guess I didn't do enough. And for that, I apologize. I know your morning drive listening habits for those that supported uh, me and the show, it's, uh, it's going to change, you know, drastically. You know, you, know, you got to get used to it. If you stick around, I hope you support it. You know, I want nothing but the best for everybody over there. I really do because I move on. This is just a very small portion, you know, of, of my life and of the world, but the, the audience will always stick with me. It's a really, really good audience. And, you know, I might stay in Atlanta. I don't know. Um, you know, actually probably no more this week after I have uh, dinner and drinks with somebody, but you know, that's that. And that's all I, uh, I, I guess I just take the blame, right? Nate, is that big of me to take the blame? It, yeah. I mean, I, you could say it's big of you, but I don't think you should have to. I, I mean, it's supposed to be a team effort. And, and when you feel like you're, you know, you're spinning your wheels by yourself. I mean, what, what else? How else are you supposed to feel? You know, you've got a good point. I agree with you. I'm going to blame Nikki. <laughs> no, you're right. Nikki. It is her fault. It is Nikki D's fault. It is Nikki's fault. Absolutely. 110%. It's Nikki's fault. It's actually, actually, after Brandy got fired, I just couldn't get over it. I just could not believe that that woman got fired. And then you leave me and go to Mexico. I was lost. I was drowning in a pool of my own emotions. You know, so, oh, another misconception I heard from a, a, a radio buddy of mine here in town that works for a different company is that I was fired because I didn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, all these urban legends. This is cool. Like, you know, 48, 72 hours. I'm very flattered. That's not the case. I'm actually very much pro vaccination and I was very much pro mandatory vaccination within the company. Though that was a great move. 
And I kind of agree with their moniker, which is if you don't want to be here, then get the fuck out because <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, I've heard them, you know, for the most part kind of say that, you know, I mean, maybe not those choice words, uh, but uh, I agree with them. They're a company. They're, they're a big company. And if you're not happy, you know, look, let's cut you loose. I know they've said that to a couple people, you know, they, they, I don't think they've, they didn't say it to me, but you know, they kind of read it on me, but, and I wasn't happy. So, you know, get out of here. Let's move on. I actually told them a while back. I said, look, the show's not working. I'm not happy. Uh, you got to do something with it. You know, I said, blow it up, play all music, get rid of me, get rid of somebody else, get rid of that guy, get rid of that girl. You know, you got to do something. You got to, you got to shake it up. And, uh, when I said that they agreed, they're like, yeah, I think you're, uh, you're right. <laughs> Little did I know <laughs> the idea that I was pitching him to get rid of me. He was like, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> you know? But it was funny. So like when I went in and got fired, you know, I, I, I get a text, uh, before the end of the show. And that's when I kind of knew it. That's why I ended the show. You know, I always end the show. We'll talk to you tomorrow at six and bye, you know, that kind of thing. So I ended it. Mm-hmm. I go, uh, talk to you, uh, talk to you tomorrow. Maybe bye. Cause that, that text, I was like, all right, here it comes. I was like, wow, fucking weird on a Monday. So I made sure before I went, I was like, all right, let me get all my shit. I know there's a couple things that I have in these boxes over here. Uh, so I packed those up and, and then I took a piss because I was like, all right, this is going to be a thing. And I walked in, did I have a dip in? I did. I had a dip in my mouth. How unprofessional is that? I got fired with a dip in my mouth. What a douche. And uh, cause I just thought, you know, I was, I thought I was going in for a meeting, but I knew what was going to happen. And then I got to a point where I was like, oh, I don't care. I'm not taking it. I think I, did I have a dip? I don't remember. God, it feels like it was so long ago. Um, so do you want to guess Nate, the, the one thing that I was worried about when, when the stormtroopers started firing their, their taser guns, pew, pew, pew. No, I have no idea. What do you think? The one thing I'm sitting there. All right. I make a good chunk of change. I mean, mm-hmm. radio professional, the, the head, the lead, the quarterback, as they called me, of the show. And I just lost it all. My world is crashing down. Everything is going to go to shit. My life is going to be over forever. My family's going to starve. What's the one thing that I'm thinking of? Well, for me, I'd be like, did I log out of my email? Because that's what I would always think of. All right, you're kind of close. You're kind of on the same wavelength. as I, I thought about that afterwards. Uh, I was like, did I get all this shit off my computer? You know, <laughs> like I didn't want yeah. to say, no, the thing that the one, the first, like I, I, I didn't hear, I didn't hear much of what they were saying other than, you know, you're fired and you go to HR and then, you know, the, 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 the weekend shake and, you know, one dude's just staring at me and, you know, knowing what's on his mind. And, and I'm just like, just get me out of here. Just get me out of this situation. And I was like, wait a minute. I do have a question. I go, when does my insurance end? You know, and, and the, the head of HR is in there, of course. And I don't think that person has, was born with the emotion gene. Like they're just, it's like a statue with eyes that move. And, uh, and so I go, when's my insurance? In? And, and the, the HR person says uh, uh, at the end of the month, which is like two weeks. Now I've been having some health issues. One in particular, this colonoscopy. And I'm like, fuck, how much does a colonoscopy cost? Is, is there like a cheaper way to get one? Can I find one on Facebook Marketplace or something? It, because I don't want to pay for this Cobra insurance. I don't even know if you have to like, is that still a thing where you have to have insurance even if you're not employed? I don't think you have to, but I got the letter for it. So yeah, they definitely offer it. 
Well, I know they offer. I, yeah, I know they offer, and it's it's kind of price. Well, it wasn't that bad. It was like 250 300 bucks or something like that. But it wasn't like when Obama was in office. He was like, hey, look, dickheads, if you don't have insurance, I'm going to charge you at the end of the year or something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't like that rule. I was like, if I don't fucking want insurance, don't tell me I got to have insurance. I'll just die. Just let me die. So anyway, I was like, oh, shit. You know, so now I'm panicking. Like, I get home, and most people would be like, the first thing is, I need to find a job immediately. I'm like, no, I don't want a job immediately. This is the first time in my 27 years of being in radio. And I've only been on the beach as we call it, or out of work for maybe a total of eight months that I can enjoy myself. Like financially I can enjoy myself. And the last time that this happened, I didn't have this golden scissors studio. I didn't have to set up this podcast thing going with a, with an internet audience and, all these bells and whistles. I mean, I can do shit like, uh, I just thought the dudes were hot. Great Kool-Aid. I mean, shit, I can play buttons like that. <laughs> I, I couldn't do that the last time I was out of work. I mean, this is like a boing below me. All that cool shit, right? Not, uh, getting fired. Not good. <laughs> so like, I didn't have access to any of this before. So like, I want to take my time. I've got all these ideas. I'm like so creatively refreshed right now. You know, all this shit that Nate, you and I talked about, when we were doing the show together and I would say to you sometimes like, I don't want to waste it on the show or it's not going to work because you know, that person's not going to understand it. And this, is, so it's like had this file of bits that I've always wanted to do. So I'm like, let's do it. You know, now I can do it. Right. And, and you and I can work yeah. together and you're in Mexico playing with spider monkeys and I'm in the golden scissor <laughs> studio and get to hang out for a couple months and, and football on Sundays and I can enjoy it. And I don't have to, you know, plan a show at 4 30 in the afternoon and miss the late games and this is great it's the best time to be out of work it's fall enjoy fall right right so anyway um oh i don't know how i got there but my colonoscopy okay the mm -hmm. uh my buddy tells me that he's got a family member that can get me an earlier uh surgery because my original colonoscopy was scheduled for like mid-november they wouldn't couldn't get me in Listen to this. This motherfucker got me in. His whoever is like his family's like old school Georgia or something. They know everybody, and he did me a solid. You know, my wife uh, who just she's selling his house. He's got like a one point five million dollar house. He just switched over uh, real estate companies to uh, Keller Williams. So this is a big deal. As successful as she is in the real estate business, she's been successful with this other company, and now she's with a new company, and it's a big deal, I guess, in the real estate world when you switch companies. I can understand that. So this is her first house with this new company. And I went over there the other day and I don't normally do that. And I was, and I know the guy, uh, and, uh, and, and he says, Hey, if you need any help, this was before I was fired. And then I get fired. I call him I'm like, dude, I need your help. He calls me back an hour later, Nate. He gets this shit all fixed out. October 28th. I'm going to get my anus checked. Uh, the colonoscopy, he took care of it. My insurance will cover it now. Isn't that great? Damn. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a good butt buddy. Yeah. That's a great butt buddy. So that was, uh, that was very cool. So anyway, I, I don't want to ramble on about this. And, and if you decided to, to join the podcast to, to hear me bash anybody or somebody, I, I'm not going to do that. I, I don't have anybody to bash. I will tell you, and I, and I alluded to this at the beginning of, of, of this episode is that firings and radio bother me. And I'll tell you why. Um, because, the, the transition of firings and radio don't have to be as difficult as they make them. And it, and what's that beeping sound? Is that me or is that you? Sounds like a truck backing up. Is that you? You got something oh, there, beeping in Mexico? There's a truck outside. I think that might be it. <laughs> you're, like you're, 
got spider monkeys. You got beeping trucks. You got all kinds of shit. You probably have Americans jumping over the wall trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the firings bother me. You know, um, I always never quite understood like why the transition can't be cool. Like, you know, if it's not working, they know it's not working. They sit down with you, man on man, mano a mano, fellow a fellow, and say, hey, look, we know you're not happy. Uh, we want to go in a different direction. Thank you for everything that you did. You know, we really appreciate it. Um, because everybody does something good. I know I did. Like, you know, I, I didn't argue with the furlough during the pandemic. I opened up my house so we could do a show. Uh, I mean, you know, I paid for a bunch of shit that the, the company didn't want to pay for. Uh, you know, it was like, there's a lot of good stuff, right? And, and, and that's, that's quickly forgotten, unfortunately. And, uh, and, and I don't suck. You know, I, I did do well. And I, I had clients and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> it like, wasn't all horrible. So it doesn't have to end horribly. You know, and that's the thing. Like, for some reason, firings always have to end horribly. But they don't. It could be a nice, yeah. smooth transition. They could have come to me and said... Hey, look, you know, it's not working out. This is what we want to do. Um, two different ways we can handle this. You know, you can flip out and, you know, we'll just get you out of here right now. Or, you know, you can sign this agreement that says you're going to do this and we're going to give you this. And, you know, we make a transition, come up with a creative storyline, like a wrestling storyline, which I've always wanted to do and, uh, and go from there. But that uh, wasn't the case. And then, so now it's like behind the scenes, you know, you get feedback from people that they're trashing you and you were this and you were that. And, you know, it's like I learned a long time ago in this business from one of my mentors is that you never talk shit about the dead because one day that ghost is going to come back and haunt you and give you the ultimate receipt. And, and, and that's just not cool. So, you know, I'd hear people, even when I was there, they would, you know, talk shit about past employment. I'm like, Why? What are you doing? You know, what a coward. That's a cowardly thing to do. So it just doesn't have to be like that is my point. It just has to be cool, man. It didn't work out. I got fired. People get fired all the time, every day. This is one little spot in the radio world. Trust me, I will be fine. I promise you I will be okay. I'm sorry for the audience. The audience has to go through this with us, but so be radio. Uh, I loved you guys. You guys are great. And, and I hope you continue. See, now you can continue to listen. Just it's, you know, still me and it's Nate and, Never know what's going to happen, and we're going to expand the the podcast as uh, every fired radio guy does, and you know, beg and plead for you to pay a monthly subscription, and we'll put out some content, and hopefully you'll like it, and then you'll forget about us. You know, so that's just how it yeah. is. I feel bad for the audience too because it's kind of like we've we've shared our lives for you know seven plus years, and uh, and then it kind of ends abruptly, and it's it's like when a Netflix show gets canceled, and then. But it's left hanging because they didn't do the final season. It just kind of ended and nobody knows well, what happened at the end. That's my point is that there's no closure for the audience, right? Well, you kind of have it now because most most of us do the podcast thing. So you can kind of have closure, right? You know, but not everybody. Yeah. Obviously, the audience that is listening to this podcast is not the as big of an audience on, on the radio station. So not everybody gets to hear it. But yes, you're right. A nice piece of closure, I think, is 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 nice and it's fair because right now in the audience is mine. It's a family member's died, and nobody's going to the funeral. You know they want to go, but you refuse to give them directions, uh, date or time, and and that's that's kind of shitty, right? That's just kind of shitty. So uh, not that I need a parade or anything. It's just just i wish it was handled differently in the business, not just for me, but for for everybody, for the sake of the audience, because. 
radio people forget that's the most important thing is the audience. Every day you wake up hoping to super serve your audience. When you go to bed, I would visualize the next day's show saying, what am I going to do to entertain my audience? That's how seriously I take my job. You know, it might not come across like that, but that that's the audience. It's all about the audience. And a lot of people don't realize that they become complacent. And that's one of my problems is I don't know how to become complacent. And if I would learn how to become complacent, that's the get along, go along type of thing. And then you fit into the mold and the gel and then you learn to become a yes man and those things. You know, Kobe Bryant, I don't know if he said this in his book or in an interview, he's like, well, why should I have respect for somebody that doesn't work as hard as I do? And he's absolutely right. You know, if you're the hardest worker in the room and nobody wants to try to beat that or match that, then you're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels, right? You're not going to accomplish anything. So that's kind of where I got. And, and that was not just one person in particular. Don't get it twisted because I know what people are thinking, but it, it, it's just the mentality. Um, and I've been in the situation before and I've been in the situation before where I get angry and I get frustrated because I'm not being challenged and the conversation and the communication and the teamwork is just not there. And then I become a recluse. Uh, and then I look at like, then because I'm a recluse, I'm looked at as miserable and hard to work with. You see that snowball versus putting on this fake phony face and going, everything's great guys. Everything's great. You know, I just, I can't do that. Unfor unf I wish I could, I really do. And that's why I say it's my fault because if I could do that, then you know, I'd have a job forever, right? The ratings might not yeah. be that great. The show might not be that great, but I would have a job forever because I wouldn't be a headache, right? That's the thing. I'd rather somebody be real, regardless of how it is to my face, than somebody be fake to my face and talk about me behind their back. Well, so, you know, yeah. I, I've kind of, so my, my, my agent's working with me on that, she, you know, cause I told, I, I say the same thing <laughs> and, you know, I was like, we love those that support the Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. So the advertisers, thank you so much. And uh, right now, Property Solutions Group, they're looking for possibly you. They're investors that buy single family homes, all major metro areas, not just Atlanta. And that might need some work, right? And you're going, now, that's not my business. I'm going to uh, get a hold of Property Solutions Group and have them do it. All cash, fast closing, off-market homes. And all you have to do is call them at 770-696-2950. At 770-696-2950. You can also shoot them an email. Transactions at propertysolutionsgroup.net. Transactions at propertysolutionsgroup.net. So you got kind of a beater of a house. You're like, I need to get up out of Dodge. I get out of this thing. Need some cash in my pocket. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Maybe you're going to go to the casino or something. Who knows? Just want to get rid of it. Well, get a hold of Property Solutions Group. You know, might need some work. They'll do the work. They'll give you some cash. It's just that simple. It's funny in this business, the people that are quote unquote hard to work with are the hardest working people. And they're the most clever and the most creative. And you wonder why there are certain people in the business higher-ups, management, the decision-makers, that can get along with some of that the, those talent, but others can't. Never do you hear the conversation of, maybe 
that manager's not the right person for the job. Maybe they don't know how to manage because by definition, a manager manages everybody. Like, you know how to do that. You know what? Yeah, I know. Really? So, I mean, like I'm doing my job. My job is to be creative. You know, my job's not necessarily to kiss your ass, but my job is to be creative. So like I, I told my, my, my agent, I said, you know, we're talking with somebody right now and I've been very honest with them. And it's funny because when people get to know me in particularly, and they, they get through the abrasive elephant in the room, bull in the China shop, uh, whatever you want to call it, they realize that I make a lot of fucking sense and I'm just out to win. That's all I'm out to do. And I can be your best friend or your worst enemy, but I want to be your best friend. Just don't make me your worst enemy. As soon as you lie to me or deceive me or betray me, I can't trust you. I've trust issues as is. And you put that on top of it. So, you know, it's like a snowball thing. So I'm not, again, you know, for those that are listening, it's not one thing in particular, one person in particular. And some of this is, has nothing to even do with his job uh, that, that I no longer have. It's just the business in general, which bothers me. So it brings me to like my next move. You go, where are you going next? What are you doing? Um, am I, you're going to stay in Atlanta. There's a chance I might, I don't know. I could probably, well, I can't really tell you anything for a couple of months, but um, I'll know more this week, actually. Maybe I am staying in Atlanta. Who knows? Uh, but I do know that well, I, th- I think one of the main decisions, uh, the, can- the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, blah, 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 was to fire me as they found out that there was another uh, company, a bigger in a bigger market that was looking at me. And the way that I think it got back to them, which is really kind of shitty. And that, by the way, I'll never forget because I'm pretty sure this is how it went down, and that receipt will be coming most likely next August. It, it, it was just like the mindset of, if he doesn't want to be here, fuck him, get him out, right? And again, I believe in that. You've got to understand that too, Nate, right? If you don't want to be somewhere, like if your wife was miserable, she was like, man, Nate, I'm miserable. You knew she was miserable. You would say, all right, I love you, but you got to go, right? That would be your response. Right. You can always figure something, as you always say, there's always a shot on the pool table. And A lot of people say that now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there, there's always something else that you can do. I'm figuring it out right now. Yeah, you're happy. You don't, aren't if you? you're not happy, figure it out. You're happy. You're really happy. I'm having a good time. I just you're rode my bike to the mall to get a new tank top because I'm going to be in the zip lining video. So, uh, <laughs> I just, hey, my name's Nate. I live in Mexico. I quit my job to move to Mexico. I just rode my bike to the mall to get a new tank top because I'm going to be in a zip lining video. That's the best line I've ever heard. That is awesome. <laughs> right? That is the that's, that's that's what I want. I want to ride my bike to the to the mall and I want to buy a tank top for a zip lining video. That's what I want in life. That's good. I want to be fancy like Applebee's. That's what I want. <laughs> I want the I want the bourbon steak with the Oreo shake, uh, Oreo shake with the whipped cream on top. That's what I want. Oh, don't you get that stuck in my head? Oh my god, I love that song. That Walker Hayes song. It's just like uh, fancy like Applebee's with the bourbon steak and the Oreo shake with the whipped cream on top. Oh, my God. Natty on the styrofoam cup. Oh, my God. I can't stop. <laughs> like, I did my own rendition. We went to Ruby Tuesday in Ella J. And I'm like, fancy like Ruby Tuesday on a Tuesday in Ella J with a salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> just... I kept saying it. My wife's like, shut the fuck up. 
Uh, anyway, all right. So uh, I think I got all that out. I mean, I didn't really want to do too much and say, you know, get myself in trouble. You know, I'm not really emotional over it. It's not, again, it's about the audience. It's it's about the creative. But I needed a break. I needed a mental break. I really did. Um, I was about to explode. I, I, I just there's so many other things that I want to do. Um, I know every radio personality is like, oh, dude, I'm off the air. I'm doing a podcast. And I'm going to get rich. Well, that's not going to happen. I get it. Um, are we going to make some changes to this podcast? We've been wanting to for quite some time, actually. Um, yeah. We're going to add some content, which will be a subscription base, but this will be OG. So this will always be free, the Wednesday uh, episode, but we're going to add some more stuff probably in the next week or two. So um, so that'll be cool. And uh, that, uh, you know, don't feel any pressure that you have to subscribe because I think we're going to charge like four ninety nine. Um, just know that our families will go without food for a long time if you don't. So, yeah, don't feel pressured or anything. No, it's it's okay. I, I don't. I'm going to have to start taking my. Well, I'm not going to be able to take my daughter to the doctor because I don't have insurance. So never mind. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> for the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah, we need to get Sally Struthers and that fat bald headed dude to walk around and do info commercials. Uh, you know, uh, for us, you know, and, and like you know, for yeah. the for the price of a mosquito net. You can, uh, you know, you can, you can do that. All right. Well, so that's what we're going to do. You know, I know a lot of ex-employees uh, have tried to do it. And, and, and I think it's, I think actually some of them have worked, right? You know, I mean, that's kind of like the joke when you're in the business and somebody gets fired. They're like, oh, what are you going to do? A podcast and have people pay for it. And you never know if it works or if they get money or not. You just like, you yeah. see them, they do it until maybe they get another job or they stop doing it because it comes, becomes too hard. I don't know. I've never experienced it before. I'm getting ready to experience. You always, I think all of us think that we're different, right? That our podcasts are going to work. Well, and I think this will actually will because most people start those trying to make money. And when, when we started this, I said, this is something that you need to do just for your own sanity. And I think when you don't try to have that goal of just making money, then it, it, it's successful because you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for, you know, a paycheck. Well, I listened for- to you throughout this whole thing. I haven't tried to make money, even though we do with a few dollars with the, with the great sponsors that we have. Uh, and now the subscription thing. I've done everything you've asked me to do with this podcast. This, I mean, the concept is your idea. Uh, you're you're playing me like a puppet you know you're 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 producing me like like a as some people would say real producer would do right so you're 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 doing that stuff you know so just radio do better stop talking you know i remember just real quick let me make this i was thinking about this the the other day when i was trying to think of what i was going to say for this podcast and how i was going to say it but you know like before i got uh or when i got to atlanta you know i take over for an already well-branded show with um uh the regular guys right the regular guys the name of the show and the the host of the show is larry um uh wax wax right just spells it weird larry wax i i've met the guy once i don't have a problem like everybody taught nobody liked this guy i'd never heard one nice thing said about this dude and i was like god why, why does everybody hate this guy so much? And then you like, they would tell you, they would say these things openly. It was more when I first started, you know, I was like, Oh, he can't be any worse than this guy. And this. I'm like, God, what did this guy do? Did he fucking kill people? Jesus. And then as I would listen to more people talk shit about him, I'm going, I know you never talk shit about him to his face. You're, you're too much of a, a pussy to do that. There's just no way. I'm not going to talk shit about somebody. I don't know. 
Like the guy did nothing for me. If anything, I've got respect for him as radio people should for other people they don't know that have had success. Plus he made people's careers and you have to have some. One of my mentors, which we had a falling out, right? And, and I probably will never talk to him ever again. And, and I don't even, he might even beat that already. I don't know. But I still would, I'm not going to trash the guy. I would say, if anything, thank you for everything that you taught me and gave me an opportunity in this business. I would not be here today with all the mortgage payments, uh, utilities payments, water payments, car payments, if it weren't for you and the good and the bad that I went through, right? It's just, I wish radio would do better with firings and transitions and treating people differently when they're there and when they're gone. That's all, you know, I just, I don't know. It's maybe it's just me being too emotional. Maybe too. I just love the business. You know, I love the business and I love being creative. I just wish more people. There's too many scientists uh, in the art museum, right? The the scientists are running the art museum. And I I always say that I've always told you that. And it's just kind of shitty, but the good news out of all this is I get my colonoscopy and my insurance, which I think I'm going to be really shocked because I don't think I've hit my deductible. So I'm still going to be paying, no pun intended, out the ass for this colonoscopy, you know? So anyway, so for those that listen to uh, the podcast, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for the downloads, the likes, the shares, the the nice comments and stuff that you, that you give us uh, on iTunes. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it. Both Nate and I do. Uh, for the trolls, you know, that just wanted to listen to, to see if I said anything, uh, I don't think I did. So I don't think you have much to, to go off of. So you'll have to go to our OnlyFans for that. Yes, our OnlyFans. So there, we do have a, another a platform that Nate and I, okay, so we're going to do the announcement now. So I, I trash everybody and tell the God's honest truth about every single person I worked with. Uh, but Nate and I do it naked and we rub baby oil on each other. And it's uh, $14.99 a month for the subscription and uh, it'll be released in the fourth episode. So it'll be called yeah. Bailey's uh, not as big as black cock podcast. Yes. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to finish my beer. I'm a little drunk after I have a beer. So that's it. Um, yeah. So uh, Nate's going to get everything set up for everybody for the podcast stuff. And, and you can feed our families for a little bit. That's cool. And I'll keep you posted and we'll move on. I got uh, something cool to talk about next week with the Mike Corcati stuff. Uh, Black Cloud. So I'm already like, I'm already a week ahead for the Black Cloud. But but uh, two new shows, two different shows that we're going to start next week. So um, make sure you keep going to JasonBailey.com. Right? So we're going to put it off. JasonBailey.com. That's right. JasonBailey.com. 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 Also follow uh, Hanson's on hiatus. Hanson's on hiatus on the YouTube and on the Instagram, you see all the adventures of Nate and the spider monkeys outside of his house. Way cool. The small little futon bed that's in his new apartment that he wants uh, me and my wife to come and stay on, which would be really weird. And something about your neighbors. What's the neighbors? What's happening with the neighbors? What, with the tigers? Yeah, the tigers. What happened there? A couple nights we were laying in bed and my wife and I thought we heard some cats arguing next door. Like, you know, there's an alley next door. So we were thinking maybe stray dogs, stray cats are fighting. So we ask our neighbor and we say, hey, do you hear these these animals fighting at night? And she goes, oh, that's just the tigers and the lions. They're playing. Oh, shit. You got tigers in your backyard. Yeah. So I didn't know this because our our unit was on the front and hers was on the back. And she takes us up to her balcony and literally right over the balcony, 
there's uh, little baby tigers, there's full-size tigers, lions and stuff. And I think it's like some kind of sanctuary or something. But it, we thought it was just jungle back there, but it's literally a jungle. Maybe that's where the monkey came from. I don't know. Oh, my God, dude. Your your life is so cool. Bikes to the mall, new tank tops, zipline videos, spider monkeys, very small miniature futons, and now you have tigers in your backyard. Yeah. Been wild. Yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking cool. You know what I just realized? <laughs> Let me end with this because uh, I don't want to make this too long is that this is the first time that I've been out of work that I've been able to have a microphone. You take a microphone away from a radio personality, it's like cutting the dick off a porn star. It's very, very difficult because you see stories in the news, stuff that you have an opinion on and you want to talk about it, and you don't want to just post shit. You want to actually have a conversation. This is the first time I'm able to do this. I just thought about that. That is way cool. So cool. I'm so excited about this this adventure. I really am. This is going to be neat. Um so anyway all right dude well uh have a good uh, rest of your week in mexico for everybody else thanks again for the audience of the radio station sorry the shit went down that you had to go through it um you know look don't be mad at anybody don't talk shit about anybody just enjoy what you enjoy and then move on you know it's it's not a big deal I, i'm i'm okay with it i think everybody else is okay with it no real feelings here no hard feelings love everybody it's all good uh Cool things will happen soon, I promise, you know, whatever they may be. Until then, I'm just going to drink my beers and just chill out for a little bit. Uh, Leave us some comments. Tell people, download, subscribe, and all that good stuff. So until next week, thanks so much, and bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. (laughs) 